0: You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, a podcast for spiritual souls on their journey of enlightening the world. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers. Welcome. (sighs) So I think I'm going to take a break from the podcast. After this week, I'm probably going to take a month off from recording this show. And there's nothing wrong. This is nothing bad. It's just Lightworkers Lounge is based on a foundation of collective energy. I do not plan my episodes. I don't have a production team. I tap, and the same thing with my Instagram posts, people always ask, do you have automated posting? Do you have a social media team? I do not have either of those, and none of my posts are planned. I tap into collective energy and see what do we need as a collective, as humanity? What do we, what messages do we need to hear? And there's a piece of me as we grow and as my platform gets larger and I get more constructive feedback and there's a piece of me that wants to keep up with the classic podcast shows of five ways to awaken to your soul's purpose, three ways you know you found your twin flame. Those statistically speaking, those do the best. But Lightworkers Lounge started off as a hobby, as my personal diary. And I want to keep it that way, because I think that's what separates me from other spiritual podcasts, is I'm real, I'm authentic, this is me, this is my diary, my journal. But as the audience has grown, so hasn't the criticism, and so hasn't my reach. And it's kind of scary sometimes. And what I wanted to talk about this week, before I made the decision this morning, and actually I'm re-recording this week's episode, I had it all done, set yesterday, but It just intuitively didn't feel right, and there's so much I need to say, and I thought about it overnight, tossed and turned on it, and definitely feels right to step away from the podcast for at least a month so I can focus on other projects, but most importantly, so I can focus on myself. Something I want to talk about this week with you guys is the importance of taking everything you learn from spiritual podcasts, spiritual leaders, gurus, influencers, all of your favorites, They are guiding you and I want to remind you that they are also human. They are also going and growing through their own trials and tribulations, childhood issues, abandonment, betrayal, anger, fear. They are all battling those right alongside with you. I think it's our culture, especially here in the USA, that we put people who have large followings or they're celebrities, we put them on a pedestal I do it myself. Before I record with big name people on my show, I get nervous as hell. And that's why you guys hear me when I release episodes with rather famous people. I openly tell them, I'm nervous to talk to you. And they've all said, why? I'm a human just like you. I, uh, there's nobody better than you. We are all one. And I thought, you know what? That's true. My mom even taught me this. I only get nervous around these people because I look at them as being better than me, as being more put together, more affluent, more mature. I I do it. These are exactly the thoughts that pour through my mind. I look at them as better than me. And that's why when I meet them and I collaborate and create with them, I get nervous as fuck because I'm like, what am I going to bring to the table with these incredible people? I'm not worthy. I am not good enough. These are the the false beliefs that my inner critic tells me and they're so untrue so that's also a part of the reason why I'm going to step away so that I can work on my own self-confidence because we gather information about, especially when we first begin our spiritual awakening and our journey, our spiritual journey. We want to collect and absorb as much information as possible. We want to read all the books, listen to all of the podcasts, follow all the spiritual accounts that post quote after quote after quote, save it, archive it. Like, it's really going to help us someday. But there's a step two to that. It's similar to when we are so used to toxic relationships, we have to remove ourselves from that pattern. We have to change what's inside of us that keeps attracting these toxic cycles of relationships. But part two is retraining our brain to accept and be familiar with healthy, unconditional love. So just like we want to absorb all of the information about spiritual journeys, coming home to ourselves, how to listen to our intuition, it's one thing to listen to the podcast, and read all the books, but step two is living life. It's stepping into the classroom to take the final exam, which is getting out into the world, getting into relationships, growing and going through things in the real world to see if you can actually apply all that you've learned. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm with you. I, yes, I've been through so much in my short 31 years of life that I've shared with you guys every step of the way. But I'm just feeling called to step away from social media, which my very sensitive Scorpio spirit feels is just this really big ball of frantic energy right now. It just collectively, energetically, spiritually, on social media, it feels like the collective is angry, frustrated, impatient, and not receptive to any more information, whether or not they realize it. We are all just bombarded with fear, joy, confusion, rebirth. It's a sticky process. It's frantic. That's just the word that keeps popping up. It's frantic right now. And I feel it too. And I really just kept getting the message after stirring on this last night that the collective is not receptive right now. So I almost feel like showing up and creating podcasts that people are listening to. Perhaps you're just used to meeting me here every Wednesday, so it's just a familiar voice. But a lot of people aren't receptive right now. And Spirit's kind of guiding me to intentionally step away like I'm clawing and kicking because I promise to show up every Wednesday it's been my routine for two years now and I'm like even if I don't feel like I have anything important to say I want to show up for them we humans love stability we love routine but I need to take time for me and I really want to write my second book that's the project I keep talking about I have I mean it's just bursting at the seams but I'm pouring all of my creative energy into Lightworkers Lounge podcast Into our Instagrams that I can't, I don't have time to balance relationships, friendships, family, and podcast, social media, Instagram, book. I I pour my heart and soul, Scorpio Moon style, into everything I do. Which is why I think you guys are attracted to it. Because you can feel it. I don't half-ass anything. So that's another reason why I want to take probably a month break. And I'll always be on Instagram. You can always find me there. My personal Instagram, that is, at stephanies underscore destiny. And our premium plan subscribers, my Friday bonus chat people, I will always record those. Those are so simple, so easy, off the cuff, quick 10, 20-minute chats we have every Friday. So if you guys want to subscribe to those, lightworkerslounge.podbean.com. That's lightworkerslounge.podbean.com and click on any Friday bonus chat to subscribe. It is $9.99 a month. All proceeds go right back to creating the show and you can cancel at any time. When you subscribe, you get access to this Friday's bonus chat plus all 79 past episodes. They're really cool. And so I'll always be there every Friday until we revamp the main stage Wednesday show and I just hydrate. That's the word that's in front of me, hydrate. I feel like I need to hydrate my mind, body, and soul. Just get my creative juices flowing a little bit more and really get this second book out to you guys because there's going to be many things in this book that I want to talk about in the podcast, but I'm afraid to because of how big the audience has grown, and which perfectly segues me into what I wanted to talk about this week. It's insane how much... It's coming to light. How many spiritual people or celebrities that we have put on a pedestal, that we have followed for years are coming to light? Like the people I can think of are Ellen. She's under fire for workplace harassment and bullying. I am not gonna sit here and say that it's true because obviously I don't know. I don't even want to follow it too much. I'm just putting my feelers out there and seeing how I feel. If Ellen doesn't resonate with me anymore, guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to go to her social media and her profiles and just write hateful comments or piece of shit you suck. You're so judgmental. You're a bully. I'm not going to write those things. And let's see. Another one of my favorites was Chrissy Teigen and John Legend. They're being accused of being involved in Pizzagate, human trafficking ring, which human trafficking is huge and so many celebrities are coming under fire for being involved in it. Were they involved in it? Possibly. I don't have time to focus my energy into researching and analyzing because who was involved is not as important as why it's taking place. Nobody is born and says, I want to human traffic. Nobody's born and says, I want to be a pedophile. These people are hurt. And right now, we we have two choices. Can we focus our energy on calling them out and cussing them out on social media, not even to their face? Or can we focus our energy, our time, our money, everything we are in control of to helping the victims? You know, JL, my partner and I, we were talking about this and debating it yesterday as I was telling him about the idea of this podcast. And he was on one way. He said, well, somebody has to call these people out. Somebody has to say something. And I just thought, okay, so we have two choices. Like, I hear you, these people do need to be called out. We do need to say something to the people who are racist, to the people who are part of human trafficking. We do need to say something, but what's more important? Talking shit to them, saying you're a piece of shit for doing these awful things, or using our time and our energy and our words more wisely. In saying, hey, world, I have a platform. It is bad to participate in human trafficking. Here is a link, here is a website where you can educate yourself on the importance of helping people who have been victim of Black Lives Matter, who have fallen victim to human trafficking. Well, what What's going to do more? What's going to fix more? Barking at the evil people that created this problem only creating more hate within them like these people have so much hate and anger and sadness and betrayal and abandonment and fear they have so many negative emotions from their childhood and their upbringing that caused them to become racist to become a pedophile to become a part of a human trafficking ring it's awful they already have so much of that Why would we go take those emotions that are in all of us? Why would we go and take all of that and keep throwing it at them? That's just throwing oil on the fire. If you just cancel these people, don't talk to them, don't pour any energy into them. Take all of that and turn it around to the victims, to spreading awareness to the world of, hey, This is bad, and this is why, and this is what we can do to fix it. Don't pay any mind to the people who caused it. You see what I'm saying? A perfect example is veganism. Veganism triggers a lot of people because food is connected to emotions. If you go around and say, fuck you for eating a McDonald's sandwich, Um, F you for eating a steak, you're killing animals, you're a terrible person. People already have triggers within them from their own lives. If you say things like that, they're immediately going to associate veganism with mean people and say, F that, I don't want anything to do with it. The way you get people to commit to something so powerful in saving the planet and animals as veganism is to eat a vegan diet yourself and just be your best self. Look your best, act your best. As my plant-based people know, is a natural product of eating well. You look your best, you feel your best, you're genuinely happy, you stay in your own lane, eventually people are gonna come to you and say, hey, wait a second, your skin looks good, your hair's so shiny and long, you're always so happy and content and grounded, what do you do, like what's your secret? And you say, well, I don't eat meat or dairy and I meditate, they're gonna say, "Well, hey, wait a second, let me try that. I want to go plant-based for a day, just a day, because I want to look like them. I want to be happy like them. That's a secret. There's a secret. So I guess where I'm going with this podcast is I want you guys to be very mindful right now during this really shitty year of 2020. And direct your energy wisely. I have a feeling it's going to get more intense. And it's up to us to practice everything you've learned on Lightworkers Lounge. Everything you've learned from every book you've ever read. Every other podcast you've listened to. Every Instagram account you follow. Now is the time to apply. You've got all the spiritual weapons. All the spiritual tools to protect yourself against the spiritual war. That we are no doubt in and falling more into each day. Fighting hate with hate is not going to do anything. It's not. And if you guys follow people like me or other spiritual people, uh, other celebrities that you thought were good like Ellen, and you finally, oh, Nako, you guys know Nako? I've, he's a musician, very spiritual musician, and I've had his music on the show. One of my best friends has a quote by one of his songs on her arms, and he was just accused of sexual abuse okay here's another good example he was accused of rape or sexual abuse nothing's been confirmed but it's out there and there's a lot of people saying that they are victims of his wrongdoings so what are you going to do are you going to go to Nako's profile his instagram and social medias and cuss him out say you're a piece of shit and you deserve to die what's that going to do that's going to fan the demon that's already inside him he has a demon in him clearly Are you going to just keep on feeding it and pumping it up with steroids and making it bigger and bigger by saying, fuck you for doing this to women? Or are you going to unfollow him, stop purchasing his music to make a statement, and then donate time and money to victims of rape and sexual abuse? What's going to do more? What's going to actually create change? Think about it. And if something like that that comes out triggers you and makes you want to go to his social media and talk shit, think why. It's not him that's triggering that feeling in you. It's something within you that is triggered by his actions. What happened? What happened to you as a child That is, or in adolescent relationships that is causing you to have so much hate in you that you have to fight hate with hate and think that that's going to actually make a difference. You know, there's a lot of people that don't realize that they think they're making a change when they're not. Lightworkers Lounge, thankfully, I have attracted a lot of wholesome, great, open-minded people who, if they don't resonate with me anymore, don't feel a need to say, hey, you're an asshole, don't like you anymore, you're self-entitled, what else have I heard? White privilege shows up a lot. Oh, this morning someone told me I'm me and JL are clueless. She, oh, judgmental and clueless. There it was. That was great. Shout out to her. Um, oh, a huge thing I got under fire for was dropping herpes in one of my podcast episodes about sex and spirituality because it was just, you guys. These podcasts are really difficult to record. I don't have a script. I'm going off the cuff. I don't even feel the need to defend myself over it, but I was just thinking, hmm, what STD is really popular? Well, everybody has a form of herpes, so I just said it, but apparently that was shaming everybody who does have herpes. And another thing I got in trouble for was when I said spirit animals. I recorded a podcast with a shaman talking about spirit animals, and I was self-absorbed in my white privilege i'm trying to think what you guys said or what some people said i was self-absorbed in my white privilege and disrespecting native american culture so i turned around and had a native american shaman come on the show to prove a point but this is what i mean those people if you guys hear something that i say or that anybody says that triggers you there is not going to be any change made by attacking me or attacking them take that anger and direct it towards positive change, direct it towards action. Sitting behind a little smartphone, tapping your thumbs on a glass screen is not going to do anything, okay? And how I know people are just triggered from their own shit from the past is that They completely forget every positive thing, every monetary donation, every business created, every nonprofit created, every podcast, Instagram post, YouTube video created by some influence, songs, music created by some influencers or celebrities, whatever you want to call them. They forget about all of that. When they slip up and say one thing that may have been insensitive or disrespectful or judgmental because they're human, some people will just freak out, freak out and say, F you, you're a piece of shit, completely forgetting about the 99 wonderful things that they've done. And who I'm thinking of right now is one of my top three absolute favorites, yoga girl. Rachel Brathen. Do you guys know about her? She's at yoga underscore girl on Instagram. She, I followed that girl for eight years now. She, of course, as with any human, she has said some things I didn't agree with. She's done things I don't agree with. But... I see the good in her, just like with everybody I follow. I don't put them on a pedestal, and there are some things that, even people I've had on the podcast that I'm such a huge fan of, they do things that don't always make me smile, make me resonate, make me scratch my head and think, what the fuck? But I know better. I know that they're human and... 99% 99% of the time, they do things that are very kind and are uplifting humanity, and they have a good heart, but they're human. They slip up. They say things that are insensitive. They say some things that may be disrespectful, but they correct them, and Yoga Girl just released a Instagram video. I didn't get to see it personally, but apparently she said something like, so she's from Aruba. And she lives there. Uh, she's originally from Sweden, but she got married to an Aruban and lives in Aruba. Everybody knows her yoga studio on the island. She said something like, Since they opened the island to tourism, COVID cases have increased exponentially. So she said, Please just don't travel here right now. That's it. Something as simple as that. People, locals, were very triggered. And this girl has so much hate being thrown at her, her family. People are passing around photos of her, her husband, and her little girl. They are sharing her phone number and her address around the island. I mean, cancel culture is mob mentality. It's awful. Why do you feel the need to cancel someone? Why can't you just sit and say, hmm, what that person said doesn't resonate with me. I'm not really vibing with them anymore. I'm gonna unfollow and go find someone that I do resonate with. Move on, carry on, and direct your energy towards change. Direct it back towards yourself. Why do we feel the need to bully, to fuck you, you're canceled, your show's over? To me, that says you're jealous. To me, that says that that shit has happened to you before to make you feel less than, that you have to take it and throw it onto someone else. And what better person than someone you only know through a screen? It just, it just makes me sad, guys, that so many, it makes me sad that so many spiritual people have, in fact, done things that are very much not spiritual, that are very ego-driven, that are, quite frankly, evil. And it just, I've had an awakening lately with a lot of my favorite spiritual people that I've looked up to being accused of sexual assault, being accused of running a cult, Being accused of being racist, it's awful. And it makes me think, who have I been following and looking up to all this time? But therein lies the point that you shouldn't be putting other people on such a high pedestal, holding your hand, walking you through your spiritual awakening. People should only be guiding you. They should be standing next to you, not in front of you, but next to you with a flashlight, shining it on your path, saying, this way, that way, try this way, try that way. That's it. That's all. And yeah, I guess that's all I really wanted to say with this podcast is just please practice kindness. If you're feeling angry and you want to attack people through social media or social media is just overwhelming you because maybe you're comparing, you fall into the comparison trap and you feel like, wow, there's other people doing okay with this 2020 thing. There's other people who don't have crippling anxiety like me. There's other people who are still getting pregnant and getting married and live these seemingly beautiful lives you know i still follow people on my personal account that really put on a fake image and you're probably wondering well steph if you realize and you see right through it that they have a fake image they're trying to maintain and push out to people that they're very happy and their lives are perfect why do you still follow them and it's because i see the good in them would i ever become super close friends with them probably not but I see the creative side in them. I see the soul that they pour into their captions and I like that about them. If they ever do something that is just so out of line and fake and not me, all I'm gonna do is click the unfollow button and carry on with my life. Pour my energy into loving my partner better every day. Pour my energy into having conversations heart to heart with my best friends. Pour my energy into calling my mom and saying, how are you, mama? Pour my energy into donating an animal shelter. Pour my energy into JL taking his little boys to the beach and teaching them to pick up trash to protect the turtles. There's so many things that you can do and direct your energy towards. Use it wisely. All right, I'm going to wrap this up and carry on with life. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. For the people who listen to this and maybe sometimes you hear an episode on Wednesday and think, what is this girl talking about? She is crazy this week. Click, turn it off, but I'll see her next week. You guys don't get enough credit. Thank you so much for being evolved and grown and mature and really rooted in what it means to be spiritual and a light worker. Thank you. For the people that are on Instagram and you don't choose to bully others and call them out on their shit, instead you direct your energy into finding new people you resonate with or into following activist groups to make a change, shout out to you. I tip my hat to you. You are doing the real work, the real light worker work and you don't get enough credit. So here is your shout out. And again, guys, I will be here every Friday for our Friday bonus chats for our premium plan subscribers only. But I am going to take a break from the podcast for probably two to four weeks. We'll see how I feel. But I'll be on Instagram at Lightworkers Lounge and at Stephanie's underscore destiny. I'm gonna leave you with a song that I think we can all bop our heads to, no matter if you like this genre of music or not. It's called F2020 by a group called Avenue Beat. You can find this song on our Lightworkers Lounge Spotify playlist of the month. I'll see everybody on Friday. If you want to subscribe, lightworkerslounge.podbean.com. Click on any Friday bonus chat to subscribe. I'll see you there. I'll see you guys on Instagram. And I'll see you in a few weeks with a lot more tales and journeys to explain. But right now, I'm going to go live my life life and apply everything that I've learned to my real world. Sending you guys so much love from the Florida Keys and beyond. I'll see you soon.
1: Goodbye. December 31st, I got Motherfucker like a month or two This is Getting kind of ridiculous at this point Yo, my cat died and a global pandemic took over my life And I put out some music that nobody liked So I got really sad and bored at the same time And that's why I'm like Low-key, fuck 2020 Still sad, still ain't got no money I ain't got a watch up on my wrist I just got some shit I gotta fix Yo Low-key, fuck 2020 I don't know about everybody else But I think that I am kinda done Can we just get to 2021? Please Low-key, fuck 2020